Hey there, Solar Bears fans. Welcome back for episode five of the Orlando Solar Bears podcast. Jesse Lieben here alongside Solar Bears forward Matthew Fogut and defenseman Kevin Lohan. Guys, thanks for joining us for episode five. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Jesse. All right, well, let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, it's been a, a big week for the Solar Bears uh, coming off of a, a trip up to St. John's, Newfoundland. So we were closer to Portugal than we were Orlando, uh, but Orlando picks up Two wins over the Newfoundland Growlers out of the three games. Uh, you guys win the regular season series overall. Uh, walk us through what it was like up in St. John's for a week in uh, Atlanta, Canada. Uh, it was it was a really cool experience. Uh, there was a lot of hype going into the weekend, especially with, with Donnie being from there. Uh, so everyone was definitely excited to get up there and um, get the whole experience, which I think, uh, you know, we got there two days early, so we were able to kind of experience the city a bit and uh, obviously two huge wins. They're a really good team. So um, didn't come out the way we wanted on Friday night, but we responded well. And um, like I said, we got two huge wins. So Matthew, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm Canadian, so I love being back up north uh, minus the weather. Uh, I think I'm a little climatized to Florida weather now. So it's definitely a little chilly, but uh, yeah, like we were saying, two huge wins. Uh, didn't really start off the way we wanted to, but like Cap said, we bounced back huge and two huge wins against a really good hockey team. 4-2 win on Saturday and then a 4-3 shootout victory for Orlando on Sunday afternoon to wrap up the series. Uh, it just seems like the, the Solar Bears really seem to, to be in control of those two games. Uh, at various times we had the, the shootout game on Sunday where the Growlers got back into it, but even still, it seems like the team has been playing with a lot of poise and a lot of confidence over these last few weeks, and even dating back to the week prior, uh, had a big series against the Florida Everblades, and you guys got two wins there. Uh, what's working for this team as we are really approaching the home stretch of the end of the regular season? Uh, I think everyone's just buying in. Uh, we have a close group, and uh, everyone's buying into our system, and it's definitely paying off, and I think if you're watching the games, you can definitely see that. Yeah, everyone's kind of seems to be on the same page now. Um, like, we know we play a pretty simple game, and we know how we have to play, and I, like folks said, just a matter of everyone buying in and, and playing the way we need to play, and when we do, you, as you can see, um, you know, it, it, we get results, so... Um, just consistency has been something we've been talking about for a while and uh, making sure when we have a good game, we follow it up with another good game the next night. So we're something where we've been working at and I think getting better at. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about just the overall trip in and of itself. I mean, that, that, Really was an experience for me. I'd never been to, to Newfoundland, which is you know all the way out in the middle of the Atlantic, pretty much. Uh, Kev, you and I are both from New York. Matt, you're from from Ottawa as well, so we're all kind of used to the cold weather. You played in Ann Arbor, which I'm sure is cold as well during hockey season. But I mean, that what was perhaps your your most memorable experience of being up in St. John's that you're able to share here for the pod for the podcast. I mean, we went to Cape Spear. Was that what it was called? Yeah. At the end, I was. That was cool. I think it's the most eastern point in uh, North America. So. Yeah. Very I mean, windy and cold. That was a cool getting, sight. Getting screeched in was pretty cool too. Yeah, it getting screeched in. Gave you a sense of the whole tradition and and pride that people have who are from Newfoundland, and um, it was just cool to be able to get to experience that. It's like their own little country there, you know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Well, that, that's the thing that really struck me, too. I, I, I'm blanking on the, the gentleman's name that ran the establishment for us. Liam? 
Lincoln. It's oh, close, yeah. but I I think the we're missing. The place was called Christians. It, but, it was Christians. Yeah. It was a great establishment, <clears throat> but really, as you said, the, the pride that a lot of the locals have, and it's a tight-knit community. I mean, it, it sprawls out and it extends out further from just downtown where we were kind of confi- confined to, but kind of reminds me in a way of Orlando. It's maybe not as big as Orlando per se, but it's a very tightly woven community. They have a lot of pride in, in where they're from, their roots. Uh, and as you said, the, the traditions behind the, the screech and ceremony and the history of the, the region that we were kind of given during that whole proceeding was, I thought, really cool. And the fact that they had Anthony Bourdain as a guest, I remember they, they had mentioned Anthony Bourdain when he came to St. John's. That was where he went. He went to Christians for the screeching ceremony. So yeah, I mean, you could just tell from from how Donnie was talking about the trip and and Newfoundland for the last couple of weeks, how much pride how much pride they have, and um, you know how excited he was for us to be able to go up there and experience it. So oh, he definitely tried to low key it like <laughs> yeah. his excitement, but I think it was pretty much obvious to everyone that that Cody Donahue was definitely looking forward to heading home and playing in front of some family and friends. Definitely, yeah, no, that was cool. Well, for for the Solar Bears right now, uh, as we said, team's been rolling uh, prior to to this week's game Wednesday night against the Florida Everblades. Uh, Orlando over its last twenty five games has won seventeen, positioning itself seems to be near the top of the South Division. And as we near the the playoffs, nothing locked up officially yet, but there's a lot of buzz, I think, amongst the fan base that this team could do potentially something special this year. Uh, You know, as still plenty of hockey to be played, but how are you guys feeling uh, as rookies? And this is your first year of pro hockey. I mean, what's the feeling like for you? How have you guys adapted to your first year of pro? And what are you most looking forward to here as we near the end of the regular season? Uh, excited, uh, you know, thankful that you know we have the opportunity to play here, especially a good organization like Orlando. And we all in that locker room think that we will do something special. Uh, like you said, we're all buying in and we're all a tight-knit group. And, um, yeah, I think we're just really excited for this last stretch here in March. We have a lot of games coming up. Uh, I think we have 13 left the year, which in a short period of time. So a lot of games, a lot of hockey. But... Definitely excited going into the playoffs for sure. Yeah, this is this is the time where you start to kind of prepare for playoffs and get into that mentality, and you want to be you want to finish the season, you know, at the best and and on a roll. So uh, we position ourselves to to do that, and you know, like folks said, these next couple of weeks are going to be huge for us to get into playoffs with some you know good energy and been playing well and roll right through and. Um, you know, back to being rookies, it's it's definitely different. Like the pro schedule is a lot different than college, so it's a big adjustment in terms of you know managing your days and trying to make sure that your body feels good um, for three and threes or you know three games in like two and a half days um, or just the amount of games that you play in, in a month. So that's been an adjustment, but it helps that. Um, you know, we have a lot of older guys who have had successful careers and kind of show you the show you the ropes and you just kind of comes down to figuring out what works best for you. And, um, you know, kind of by this point, you, you got your routine down. So, yeah, for you, Matt? Uh, I mean, coming from the OHL, I kind of a little more used to the game schedule. Played 68 games in the OHL, played 72 here. So uh, I've always been used to three and threes and stuff like that, but it does take a toll on your body. Yeah. Um, 
So like you said, just kind of get your routine, you know, make sure you get the rest, get the proper nutrition, proper water. And yeah, these next few weeks are going to set us up for our playoff seed. And uh, I think this next month is probably the most important month of the season for sure. Well, as far as eye-opening adjustments for you guys to that pro game, you talk about nutrition and preparation, proper water. Like what what goes into the diet of a pro hockey player as you guys, you know, have transitioned out of college and juniors? (laughs) Uh, It varies. I'll say there's some people, like everyone's kind of on different ends of the spectrum, but like I said, it just comes down to kind of what works best for you and, and what gives you the best chance to be the best hockey player you can be. So, um, For you personally, though, I mean, what, what are you preparing uh, for a game? He's a health freak. I'm pretty, I'm pretty strict with my diet. I've, I've, in college, I kind of changed and uh, started eating like a cleaner, healthier diet and felt way better. So for me, I can't really go back. It, I just feel way better. Um, so it's kind of meat and vegetables and fruit and um, some sweet potato on game day, but nothing too crazy. I, I like to think of myself as a healthy eater as well until I started living with no, Kevin. I, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I eat healthy, you know, sometimes I'll <laughs> cheat here and there, you know, a little Chick-fil-A or something like that. But uh, no, I think we cook most of our meals at home, kind of same thing. So like meat, veggies, fruits, uh, definitely helps, especially on game day to get, a, you know, all your meals in and I think I'm a huge nap guy, so I my game day I gotta get you know my two meals in and then get a good nap in before I get to the game. So I think it's just getting into a routine and kind of following it. Well, there is that routine where you know morning on a game day you have wake up breakfast morning skate back to the apartment get a nap in get down to the game rink if we're at home if we're on the road it's heading back from the hotel yeah. to the arena once you guys have arrived for for game time i mean what's that routine like are you you know tape retaping taping your sticks get a, a skate sharpen in from the equipment staff what what goes into once you finally arrive to the arena for for game day what sort of uh, routines or superstitions do you guys kind of go through i mean everyone's different yeah. i i usually just show up you know put my gitch on just walk around, talk to the boys, grab a coffee, uh, tape both two, three of my sticks, whatever ones I'm using, and then uh, we have our power play PK meetings, and then our video, and then I just do my stretches, put some earphones in, you know, uh, ride the bike maybe, uh, but yeah, just get my stretches in, and then I'll get Chappie to kind of stretch out my hips, and then warm up. Yeah, I mean, every everybody's different. Um, like I, I don't think two people have the same kind of do the same or similar routine. But um, for me, I mean, I do the same thing before every single game, and kind of based on the time of the game and x amount of minutes away from puck shop is when I kind of go through everything. But just kind of making sure you're getting physically and mentally prepared, and um, you know, ready to play right from the start. It's come up in conversation before with a couple of other guests that we've had on the podcast so far this season, but uh, who does the best job of controlling uh, the playlist uh, in the Solar Bears locker room? Ooh, that might be a little, ooh, I don't know. I mean, Donnie's usually the one that's on it. Yeah, Donnie um, does a he, good job. He does a good job. My favorite's Oli. Oli's got some old school hip hop going. That's, He's unique. That's my thing. Um, I'm unique a big in, in what guy. way? Who's unique? He's just. He's just Oli. Oli's yeah, just Oli. Oli's yeah, the man. <laughs> There's uh, nobody else really like him. He's just... But yeah, no, he throws... He's a warrior. He throws some bangers on there. I'm a big fan of his playlist. 
big hip hop guy. I know you and, yeah. and Corbin Bose. You guys are big hip hop advocates yeah. within the in the locker room. What about you, Kev? What's on your playlist? Ah, uh, hip hop, especially before a game, but or kinda, anything anything by Halsey. Big yeah, we're Halsey. we're both big Halsey fans. Yeah, she throws the heat. Yeah, there you go. All right, so uh, <laughs> Solar Bears gearing up for a. a Big slate of games uh, this weekend, uh, starting Saturday night. It's first responders appreciation night uh, for the Solar Bears. Now, Kevin, uh, you and I were both from New York. Uh, yeah. You grew up on Long Island. I grew up in Westchester County, just north of the city. Um, for us, first responders, we kind of talked a little bit before we hopped on here uh, about some of the, the ties that you kind of have to first responders. Obviously, it's a big part of our Orlando community as well, mm-hmm. uh, police, fire, and emergency medical services. So, I mean, what what, what do they uh, as a whole mean to you? Uh, I mean, they definitely have a, a special place um, in my heart. I mean, what they do and um, how they, you know, serve us and risk their lives to make sure that um, you know, our lives are safer is uh, something I'm extremely grateful for. Um, and, you know, you, you really, really appreciate their work kind of goes unnoticed. Um, but you really appreciate, you know, all they do for for everyone. Now, the one thing, too, especially in New, being New Yorkers as well, every year, and it's something that the Solar Bears have kind of borrowed that tradition every year, we have a Guns and Hoses charity game. It's the Orlando Police, Orlando Fire charity hockey game. This weekend is at 2 p.m. as part of that first first responders appreciation night. Back in New York, FDNY and yeah. the NYPD hockey team is kind of Crazy. a pretty well-known le- like hockey legend, essentially, yeah. in, in New York. I mean, what, do you, what are your experiences with that, with that or what have you seen in the uh, past? I think I've actually gone to a game when I was younger. I th- think it might have been in... Coney Island, like maybe in Coney Island or Brooklyn, but I just remember like how intense it was. Um, and I know, I think they play at the Garden, right? I think they've rented out the Garden and the Coliseum yeah. in, in previous Coliseum, seasons. Yeah, but I, I, I just remember how intense, like for for two groups of people who kind of serve the same purpose and help, you know, serve our community. Um, there's definitely a, a intense rivalry. Um, and I know it gets, you know, very chippy out there. And it's a charity game, but you guys, yeah. so you guys drop the gloves all the time. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I mean, you could, you could just tell how passionate they are and how, you know, for their respective uh, departments, how uh, much pride they take in what they do. So... Well, for the Solar Bears, uh, we'll be wearing some specialty jerseys that night. Uh, they'll be auctioned off after the game. Have you guys seen them yet? No. I have not, no. You know, they probably arrived while we were away in Newfoundland and you guys obviously had the the day off today so uh you'll like them I think you'll like them when uh when you have a chance to see them so but uh in any case uh Solar Bears with a a big uh big slate of games ahead against the Idaho Steelheads and what have you guys been able to to see in talking with the coaching staff as you guys have prepared for this game obviously coming off of a a tough shootout loss last night for Orlando uh you guys earned a point against the Everblades Let's talk about that a little bit because down four to one, it seemed like the energy had been almost sucked out of the building after that fourth goal. And then Drake makes a goalie change, and then everything starts to suddenly turn around. And all of a sudden, before we know, before the second period's even over, bam, three quick goals, and you guys are back in it. Yeah, I mean, we definitely didn't come out playing the right way. Uh, it showed. <clears throat> we kind of just gave them all their goals. Uh, and yeah, I mean, nothing. To get, Inger was playing good. Those goals were kind of all on us. But 
I don't know if it was the goalie change, you know, Bozy came in, sit on his head, and I think we kind of all, like, looked at each other on the bench, said, you know, something had to change, and we started playing the right way, and I think in the span of, like, seven or eight minutes, we scored, tied up, so it was fun to play in, for sure. Yeah, like folks said, we didn't come out to the start that we wanted, and that just kind of goes back to the consistency and making sure we're playing a full 60. Um, and, and like you said, we, we gave them their goals. It's not really like they earned their goals. And they got a couple, I think the fourth goal hit our guy, then yeah. went off like Brodzy's stomach or something. So, I mean, we knew that if, you know, everyone just kind of said like settle down, like there's still plenty of time, just start chipping away and making sure we play the right way. Um, and we did. And, you know, we were fortunate to, to come back and tie the game and give ourselves a chance at the end. And looking forward to, to Saturday night, the first of three against the Idaho Steelheads. Uh, what what do you guys know about this team as we, we look ahead to this series? They're having a really good year. I know yeah. they're in, I think, first place in their division. Uh, we actually played them when I was in Toledo in the beginning of the year. Um, and they they were very good at the time, too. Um, so we were kind of focused on, on Florida, and now we're starting to shift our, our mindset over to Idaho, and tomorrow we'll watch some film and start to get more prepared. But um, they definitely have, you know, a f- complete team. They have speed, skill, and some size and toughness. So it's going to be a really good test, similar to Florida and Newfoundland. Yeah, uh, haven't we haven't seen video on them yet. We haven't watched video on them yet, but I'm sure we will. Um, same thing, heard they're – just a good hockey team. Uh, I know that division's a little grittier, so I'm sure uh, it'll be a tough game, you know, physical. But uh, I think it definitely should be a, a good series and a fun series to play in. Well, with respect to, we talked a little bit earlier about you guys kind of learning the, the ropes here in your first year of pro. What what adjustments have you guys uh, attempted to, to make individually? I mean, what, what – what areas of your game do you feel need the the most refinement as you try to take that next step in whatever step that ultimately is in your in your pro career? Uh, I mean, for me, probably like the the physical aspect, like making sure. I mean, guys are are bigger, stronger, faster than in college, and um, you know, making sure to find ways to be effective and be physical um you know like you like we talked about it's a long season um so there's there's going to be nights where you don't you're not at 100 percent or you're not feeling your best but just finding ways to you know simplify your game or um make it easier in yourself to to still be effective and and ultimately help the team uh yeah i guess just getting the edge on and everyone here can you know play hockey but for me, as a smaller guy, I try to use my speed to my advantage um, and just consistency, you know, uh, just, you know, you're not going to score every night, you know, you'll go on point streaks, you'll go on little slumps, but uh, just try not to get down on myself if, you know, I haven't scored in one or two games. Um, just kind of keep my game simple and, you know, the points will come and, um, yeah, I think for me, the whole transition to pro is probably just consistency for sure yeah it's, it's way more mental than it is physical i've yeah. learned at least for me um but it, it definitely it's definitely a grind of a season and, yeah. um you know you, you try and do what you can to stay as fresh as possible well let's talk about that that mental grind because the one thing i noticed after a game from the players down to the staff i mean game ends 9 30 for a seven o'clock start 
after the game, you guys are still up for the next couple of hours. I mean, how do you guys wind down? What do you do to kind of settle the mind and, and you know, finally be able to hit the sheets at, at a reasonable hour and get some quality sleep? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I speak for myself, but I have a hard time sleeping after games. I don't know if it's the amount of caffeine I put in my body before the game or just pure adrenaline. Um, but I think just kind of getting a good meal in, getting a lot of water, and I'm a I take melatonin, so that helps me sleep and calm down after a game. So, yeah, I think just good nutrition, lots of hydration, and melatonin for me. Yeah, yeah, I that's definitely one of the biggest adjustments too. Coming into first year as a pro compared to college, you played two games on the weekend. It was really tough to be able to fall asleep, um, you know, after that first one, and ultimately be ready for the next night. But in, in pro, you're playing three and three, like. You, you need to find a way to be able to unwind, like you said, and settle down and make sure that you're recovering for the next day. So for me, the biggest thing is, you know, taking a little bit of time to assess the game and then it's over and, and move on and try and clear your head. I think that's the biggest thing is trying to clear your head and, and not overthink or keep thinking about different plays and, and stuff that happened in the past that you can't change. Um, so, I mean, usually on home games, we'll come home, like we'll grab a bite to eat and then we'll throw the TV on and, and just try and talk and, and unwind and then yeah. try to get some sleep. Gotcha. And so as far as on a non-game day, you have an off day like today, uh, certainly you'd love to have a chance to get to the beach. <laughs> I unfortunately roped you guys in here, but you are able to chill at the pool. What else are you guys doing uh, to, to pass the time here in Orlando? Certainly a lot of things you guys might be able to, to get into. I mean, I'm not really a big golfer, but I know that um, – you know, guys go sometimes. So I brought I brought clubs down. We haven't gone since I've been here, yeah, but that's either. something that's something we we talk about maybe doing. But uh, I know like today, like some of the guys went to Universal or like Disney Springs. Um, that's not as common, but it's more so you know hanging out by the pool or um, going to grab a bite in Winter Park or um, you know just trying to do something and take advantage of of the weather and and get outside. What's the best to? Uh, food that you've had in downtown Winter Park? Uh, oh. Prado. Prado's. I like we're, we're big Italian guys. Big Prado fan. Um, I'm trying to think. We've, we've, uh, Prado's listening. We've, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hook the boys yeah. up. Um, we actually have, well, the two of us have not been to Hillstone yet. But, but pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the bar was set pretty high. We tried going one night, and they kind of laughed at us. They were like, yeah. not a chance. Get yeah. out. Yeah, good luck. Now. So um, <laughs> that's definitely on, on the list of probably the next spot that we're going to try and get Disney into. Disney Springs has some good restaurants, actually. I went to STK there. Yeah. Good spot. Uh, I, my favorite, paycheck, yeah. but <laughs> my favorite restaurant is actually Crest downtown. That's that's right on uh, Church Street, right? Yeah, I just went there last night with my uncle, and probably one of the best steaks I've had for sure. It's a good spot. Awesome. Well, we'll probably close this out here. I mean, you bring up having some family in town. Uh, when you guys are able to have some family in Orlando, I mean, certainly it's probably the the easiest uh, the easiest sell you ever have to make. Hey, come watch me play hockey and <laughs> swing by Orlando while you're at it. I mean, yeah. have you guys had a chance? I know you talked about your uncle. What's it been like having family or friends come down to to watch you guys play here in uh, in Central Florida? I mean, it's always special. It always gives you a little extra you know, energy and, and motivation to go out there and, and play well. And 
um, you know, kind of make them proud. But uh, I know for me personally, like Toledo versus Orlando, it's the amount of people that texted me once I got <laughs> traded here to come and visit and watch me play is a lot different than it was in Toledo. Uh, but it's always special to, you know, have, have people there watching. And, uh, you know, we're all extremely fortunate to have a ton of people who support us and have supported us through this whole journey. So to be able to kind of share this experience with them, um, it, it means a lot to us. Yeah, no, it's definitely fun having, you know, some family in the crowd. And my uncle has a his summer or his winter house is in Tampa. Um, so he's come to a handful of games, actually. And then my brother came to town, you know, earlier this year. And then, you know, my parents and my brother will probably come again for playoffs. So just it's fun having family in town. And like you said, it's definitely a, an easy sell for, uh, you know, <laughs> people come visit Orlando especially in the winter when they're coming from you know Ottawa well probably no easier sell than to come see a winning team uh, the Orlando Solar Bears take on the Idaho Steelheads this Saturday at seven o'clock at the Amway Center for First Responders Appreciation Night for Kevin Lohan for Matthew Fogut I'm Jesse Lehman and this has been episode five of the Orlando Solar Bears podcast thanks for stopping by guys thanks for having us thanks Jesse